0: You're listening to the Peace of Food Wellness Podcast, a podcast that inspires you to piece together the physical and the spiritual. My name is Leticia, and I am a certified holistic health coach. I'm known for helping women tap into their physical, mental, and spiritual greatness. I help you get unstuck, achieve sustainable wellness goals, and have peaceful balance in your life. On the Peace of Food Wellness Podcast, I discuss topics on holistic wellness, Veganism, spirituality, and more. Get your peace. Peace, beautiful people. Thank you for supporting this podcast and welcome back to another episode. Today's episode is about water. I guess I don't know how to title this, but water and black people or black people's relationship with the element of water. I don't know. It's a topic that came to me um, after I watched this news series or I watched this news clip um, talk about black people and like the myth of not being able to swim and it's funny because well it's not funny because it's sad it's a it's a sad statistic so within this news clip um or news um mini documentary it talks about okay is the myth true that black people can't swim and the part that I thought was funny was no, because I remember with myself personally, always being able to swim, um, and always loving the water, never being told to stay away from the water. And that was just my experience. So I never thought about it. And always as a child going to pools, we had, um, I grew up in Brockton, Massachusetts. So we had a pool on every side of the city Brockton was a pretty big um, town. So I would always go to the Montello pool. It would be packed and it would be very diverse. Lots of black people swimming. So I never in my head fed into that myth that black people couldn't swim. Well, I was mistaken because the statistic was true um, or is true that more black people um, are less likely to know how to swim than white people. And I'll get into what this mini documentary was was talking about. So the gist of this uh, mini documentary was talking about black children drowning at three times the rate of white children. So I never thought about this and it, it just really hurt my heart because when I think of swimming, I think of like a beautiful experience. I love the water. I love swimming around like I'm a fish. Um, always felt connected to large bodies of water. Um, definitely prefer swimming in the ocean versus a pool, things like that. So me hearing this is just very sad because, I'm thinking in my head, everyone should get to experience like swimming in the ocean and not being afraid of water because it's such a beautiful element. It's such an amazing um, feeling to me to swim. So when I started thinking about this documentary, I, being the analytical person that I am, started to connect it more so um, spiritually, like, what is our so water represents emotions so what is our connection or lack of connection to our emotions Um, what is our lack of connection to the subconscious so um that's directly related to water as well this documentary is connecting um connecting it to redlining to systematic racism so again i'm talking about these topics because they're interesting to me, but then it somehow always connects back to some type of racism, um, in America and what they go about talking or excuse me, what they talk about in this, um, documentary is that, Swimming pools were originally used for, like, bathhouses. People went to the bathhouses, especially if you were lower class, bathhouses for poor people back in the day. So originally it wasn't, like, a fun recreational place to go, but if you're a kid, I'm sure it would have been fun to go there and be in water and splash around with your friends or whatever. As people... Um, started to um migrate around the United States and work and things like that. Uh people started wanting leisurely activities, so pools became like a leisurely activity, like a fun activity. And with that uh, combined with racism came the whole segregated pools or black people just not having pools at all. Um White people not allowing black kids into their pools. So if we think about back in the 40s, 50s, 60s, however long this happened, um, those are our mothers, grandparents, great-grandparents, depending on how old you are. But my listeners, statistic-wise, is you guys are in my age range, so it's probably like our parents, our grandparents, and maybe our great-grandparents who dealt with like Jim Crow and all that BS. So thinking about, you know, um, Black people not being able to go into these pools, then redlining in um, white neighborhoods and pushing Black people out, we didn't have the experience of maybe learning how to swim and having lessons. We were kicked out of places. Bleach was thrown at us or poured on us in different public pools if we tried to swim and uh, things like that. So it's crazy to me that I never connected that um, so-called myth to redlining and to racism and swimming pools. So what this means to me, and especially now that things are being more exposed, things are being talked about more and more, this means that we need to, uh, excuse me, we need to reconnect to water. And on all levels, whether that is learning how to swim, teaching our children how to swim, drinking more water, um, visiting more bodies of wa- water, whether it's a stream, a lake, um, if you if, even if it's just a pool, I suggest more natural bodies of water like, I love the ocean, and especially in the Caribbean and in in Florida, just like that crystal clear water. Um, Really reconnecting back to that because, again, things come full circle and things start to be revealed. Truths start to come out. The subconscious is directly connected to water. Um, And if we're thinking, again, back to generational trauma, think about some of the myths of mermaids and how that relates to slave ships, how we were thrown over slave ships when we were crossing, how we jumped over, how we threw our babies over. I'm sorry if this is triggering, but it's the truth. And we have to talk about the truth, what that connection to water is to us um, through generational trauma and how we can heal that, how we can reconnect back to the water. And again, that is dealing with mother nature. So even if we can't get to a body of water, taking spiritual baths, taking spiritual showers, meditating in the showers, drinking more water, we hear all kinds of things about, you know, the private privatization of water and how that is just so messed up. Everyone should have access to clean drinking water. So that's a whole nother thing. And like I talked about in the very beginning, how the the uh, element of water is connected directly to our emotions. So how are you dealing with your emotions and your emotional well-being what does that look like for you? How are you getting to a state of emotional intelligence? How are you connecting your childhood with things that you deal with now in relationships as an adult? Whether you had a great upbringing or whether you had a not so great upbringing. Um, also, thinking back to what um, what water really means. To us as humans, what it does for us—it cleanses, it purifies, it gives us life. Um, we are mostly water, just like Mother Earth is mostly water. So, really, just thinking about about that and what that means, and how we can really reconnect back to nature, and not having this path, like continue. You know, we don't want these. Kids, these innocent children, to drown because we know how kids are. Sometimes they just follow behind their friends, and it's innocent, you know. You want to do what your friend is doing, and if your friend is diving off into the deep end um, or into a lake, then you're gonna do it as well, and you're not gonna think twice about it sometimes, you know, or you may think you're a stronger swimmer than you really are. So really starting to think about that. Think about your safety. Think about your children's safety. Um, Going back to the emotions, I hope I'm not jumping too all over the place, but it's all connected. Really starting to look at your own emotions. Um, Are they balanced? Do you hold on to your emotions? You know, think about tears. Tears are water. Um, Are you holding those emotions in and then you're just bursting? Think about when a pipe bursts, you know, it's full of water and, you know, it just can't hold anymore. So think of yourself in that way, too, because if that part of you is imbalanced and that's directly connected to your sacral chakra, if that is imbalanced, you know, you may have a low self-worth, you may not have confidence, you may feel lonely instead of like at peace with solitude, um, you may have a low libido, you may be afraid of your emotions. So the ba- the imbalances with your sacral chakra in relation to your emotions, that's connected to water. So thinking about like, do you express yourself enough? Do you express yourself too much? Like, do you overshare with maybe a stranger that you just met? Or do you not share enough in a really intimate, close relationship? So really starting to think about that. Also, really going back to our connection, our ultimate connection with water within the womb, Um, we all start off in the womb within water. So I always say we all start off as mermaids. It sounds silly, but (laughs) I've always said that to people because we do start off in the water of the womb. So how can we then be so disconnected to the water outside of the womb? And I, it's there's a lot of layers to peel back, you know, the racism, the fear, maybe within our DNA, linked to what if we had an ancestor that was thrown overboard? And I, I will continue to say these graphic things because this happened, you know. I was, I have to share a book one day about um, that I was exposed to as a very young child um, about the horrific things that happened in slavery, but I was happy that I was exposed to it because within my elementary school, uh, we talked about slavery probably for one or two days, barely, and it was very sugar-coated. Not saying that you should just scare children, however, be real. And that's another thing that's going on with the whole debate with critical race theory within... (laughs) within education, public education. And it's such a joke to me, you know, that's another thing we have to feel empowered with. Unfortunately, I know we don't, and I know it's a challenge, but feeling empowered to educate your children on your own, because even though I had a public education, I'm grateful that I had people that purchased books for me that kept it real, that I knew what was going on. Um, it wasn't just, you know, what my little textbook was telling me or what my teacher that knew nothing, <laughs> sorry, about slavery or the history of slavery didn't know much about. But what I'm getting from this and why I'm sharing this story is really talking about or connecting back to mastering your emotions and mastering the water, because I think it's all about mastering yourself, which you are made up of all the elements. So mastering the elements outside of you, mastering the elements within you, mastering your emotions, mastering your physical health, like all of it, Um, but really connecting back to, to water and not only drinking water you know you can eat things that are um, high in water content so i know there's a heat wave going on around the world or around the united states so really having more watermelon having more smoothies having more cucumbers having more coconut water and just water in general um and oh i need to reference this mini documentary that I found on YouTube. It, it's called why so many black people in the U S can't swim. And it's on the station AJ plus. So that's my standpoint on it. I don't know. Oh, I did want to talk a little bit more about this topic uh, just briefly in relation to tarot. So I have recently started incorporating more tarot, um, the tool of tarot into my business more, and just connecting it with my health coaching, Connect connecting it with my spiritual path and your spiritual um, journey as well. And I wanted to touch upon water and how that connects to um tarot. Um, specifically one suit in tarot and that is the suit of cups. And with the suit of cups, it's all about the flow of your emotions um within some of the imagery on the cards there's water in the pictures so you can tell a lot about what the water is doing in the background if your emotions are calm if the water is calm if the water is choppy maybe your emotions are a little bit unbalanced but connecting that also to the heart um hearts the suit of hearts in so-called playing cards because playing cards, uh, could be used as tarot as well. But thinking of that and thinking of your emotions and opening to your heart and your heart chakra, you know, I talked about the sacral chakra before, but really linking it to your heart chakra too, with your emotions and what that means for you. Um, also linking it to your intuition. So really going within, like I said, being, um, more internal about things and that internal healing and how it starts with you first, but, um, really connecting it to that because once you have those balanced emotions, you can then be more creative and your energy can be used in different ways and in, in, for other Um, for other things, you know, if you're emotionally unbalanced, if you are suffering from a lot of stress and anxiety, then how can you focus on other things? How can you focus on your creativity? How can you focus on your work? So really once you are reaching that mental and emotional stability, which I mean, it's always... (laughs) I think we go through phases. It's not going to be like, oh, I finally reach happiness and joy, and that's it. Um, I'm never going to be upset or sad or angry ever again. No, it's sometimes a roller coaster. Um, Healing is not linear. I love that quote. Um, But it changes. But embrace change. Um, Change your perspective on things. And really um, just realize that you do have the power for for this type of change. And maybe for you, swimming isn't this important thing to do. But um, connecting back to the water, I think, is essential. And I'm just going to do one little uh, reading for what like what this means, what spirit wants to say about this topic or has message, um, a message for, oh, this is funny. Cause I got this card for another podcast. I got the nine of wands and it's funny that this card keeps coming up because it's literally, it's telling, um, Um, The nine of wands card being like the card of like stubbornness. Um, For me, that relates to generational like, well, Biden swim, so you don't have to swim or kind of sweeping things under the rug and not really acknowledging them. Um, Another part of this card is exhaustion. Like some of these things are really exhausting when you think about it, like swimming. Is connected to systematic racism. Jeez, like, come on. I'm just so over it all. Oh, and the next card that I pulled is actually um, the moon. And the moon card is directly related to um, water. And with the moon card, this is all about really finding, one... So the moon card is all about embracing your emotions, really finding um, that balance within your emotions so you can spiritually grow. That's what this card is all about. So it's talking about um, hidden information, whether that is directly linked to your generational trauma and it's starting to come out. Um, But again, this is directly connected to your subconscious and your intuition And I'm happy this card appeared because, again, it's all about really balancing your emotions. And you have to do that with balancing the elements within your body and do that outside of yourself too. So balancing those elements, like get in connection with the elements. I made a reel talking about this and with water, I said, Go into the ocean, go into a lake, meditate in the shower, drink more water. You by balancing these things within you, it'll be a direct connection to balancing them on the outside. So really start to think about how can you um kind of rein these things in. You have control, you know, don't let Don't let the past control you, essentially. That's um, what I'm getting. And the third card that I got is the devil card. And I know a lot of times people are afraid of the devil card. But with this, the first thing I always notice is, like, you have the power to leave this. You have the choice. You have the decisions now. Luckily, we do not live in a time... Yes, we live in a time where racism still exists. Oh, it's evident every day when we do see like videos come out about people being harassed and things like that and abused and murdered. But we, we have the power, like we have the power to make these decisions, like sign your child up for lessons at the YMCA, take your kids somewhere to have lessons Make your child drink more water. You drink more water. Um, There's little shifts that can happen. Take your child um, to a lake just to sit in front of it and experience the water, the calmness, you know. And also realize that the elements are on on a spectrum, you know, when you look at water, it's so it can be calm, it can be beautiful, cleansing, purifying, and like then it can also flood you and drown you and be destructive and create tsunamis. So we also have to acknowledge that within ourselves too. Like the the spectrum of emotions, how do you rein those in? How do you balance those? Um, and with this card, with the devil card after the moon card, it's 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 up to you. You need to do the work. You have free will to make decisions on whether you're going to, I like to call it like that devil card, like the devil on one shoulder and the angel on the other. Like you have those decisions to make because you have free will. Um, So really start to think about that in connection to letting go of those old myths. Letting go of those old generational traumas, letting go of, yeah, oh, my grandmother was like that, so I'm going to be like that, and my kid's going to be like that. Like, let go of those, you know? We got to shift things for the better, and for the better of humanity, not just selfishly, you know? So that's my little two cents about Black people and the element of water, peace, peace, Thank you for listening to the Peace of Food Wellness Podcast. Subscribe, leave a review, share, or donate. If you are interested in joining my online family, visit peaceoffood.com. Until next time, peace.